Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Good Monday afternoon, and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Clayton Harris, joined alongside Coach James Dickinson. Drake Colley is on vacation again <laughs> in Las Vegas again. Wow, that'd be a good place to be for the big championship game tonight. Sit down in Las Vegas and bet multiple t- ways on the basketball game tonight. And don't think that wasn't part of the plan as uh, – our buddy Drake Colley has sent us a couple of uh, Magic 8-ball picks for tonight's national championship game between San Diego State and UConn, and that'll get started here in just a couple of hours. But uh, first, Coach, uh, what a weekend we had here with Mule Day. That was uh, – Man, it was like a big Super Bowl event here. Mule Parade was tremendously great, large crowds, beautiful weather, and we had a lot of fun. We carried it live and uh, just a festive day. Yeah, it was, and uh, the weather was perfect. Uh, now, if you're l- riding around listening to us today, it's kind of rained most of the morning, and it's 58 degrees and cloudy here on uh, West 7th Street, the WKOM, WKRM Studios. But, but yeah, um, I'd say it was a, a huge success all the way around for the city of Columbia, Murray County. And uh, I tell you, Coach, that was one of the longest – uh, and biggest parades that I can recall. It was to me. I, I've seen a lot of them over the, my lifetime, and that one there was one of the biggest ones I recall. And something I seen this year that I hadn't seen as much this year had more fl- uh, floats and wheel driven vehicles I've seen in many years. It really did. I think the horse count was down, but the uh, big fancy floats was up. I tell you what, that, some of the floats was spectacular to look at. Uh, you know, uh, my favorite. I guess would have to be out here at uh, Ten Pin Alley, Derek Ransom's. Front. That was a good one. I liked it. Saw the big red solo cup too. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. It That's ended up, it ended up down here at a party. It did, and oh. somebody got married in that cup. Oh wow! Yeah, a wedding. A lot of people witnessed a wedding. Somebody got married in the red solo cup down here at the end of West Seventh. Well. You never know what you're going to see at Mule Day, and I'm sure that's something that uh, people will remember for a long, long time. Also going on this weekend on Saturday was the uh, first two games of the Final Four on the men's side, and uh, it was UConn taking care of business against Miami, a 72-59 win, and Coach UConn just continues uh, like they have all term to just really dominate. They dominated from tip to the end of that game, UConn did. And, of course, the San Diego State game was a barn burner. It was a great game. San Diego State won that game 72-71. Florida Atlantic came out and, uh, you know, had a lead early. 14-point lead, Clayton. Yeah. Elijah Martin had 25 – or, I'm sorry, 26 points for Florida Atlantic. Uh, but I tell you, um, San Diego State, uh, Drake's guy, Matt Bradley, finally came alive in the tournament, had 21 points – and, uh, you know, came down to a to a buzzer beater. They did. You know, last shot of the game, it fell from about 17 foot out, and they won it by one point. It was a great game to watch. I watched both of these games. That San Diego State was a great defensive game. At one point, I thought San Diego State was probably going to get beat, and they kept 
picking at it, picking at it, and, and, and closed the gap and, and, you know, had opportunity for a last shot. I thought they'd call a timeout, but uh, as the coach from San Diego State said, we're not calling timeout. Go down and make the bucket, and they did. He did. It was just a jumper from about, I don't know, 10 feet out and went in, and that was the ball game. His foot was inches from stepping or an inch from stepping out of bounds, but uh, it didn't, and the uh, the – Aztecs will play tonight against the uh, UConn. What's UConn's mascot? The Huskies. Huskies. The Huskies, yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll play the Huskies tonight. What's, Walt- your, what's your gut feeling in that game? Uh, well, man, it's just hard to it's just hard to, pr- to pick against UConn with the way they've been playing. But then again, San Diego State's kind of built different. They're bigger. They're physical. Well, uh, they've done a lot of teams. And yeah, uh, San Diego State has a 32-6 and six record. UConn has a 30-8 and eight record. And so, i tell you what, it's, I think, you know, this on paper you think look, UConn will have their way tonight, but San Diego State has that attitude that you're going to have to punch us in the mouth regular to stop us. And so, uh, it's going to be a good game. Currently in Vegas right now, the uh, odds uh, have San Diego State as a seven-point underdog. Uh, so, we will have some Magic 8-ball picks from our friend Drake Colley, uh, who is, as I mentioned, out on vacation, but we'll be back with us on Thursday. Other Final Four action over the weekend, the women. Uh, big games on Friday night as uh, LSU uh, got a win against uh, Virginia Tech. And Iowa defeated South Carolina. And, man, a lot of controversy, not only from that game with post-game remarks made by South Carolina's coach, uh, but also – Yesterday in the national championship game between Iowa and LSU, LSU won that game 102-85, to uh, and uh, a lot of controversy from the officiating. Coach, it was bad. The officiating was really, really bad, and, you know, anytime you have a big championship game, or any game in that, for that matter, you hate to see it overshadowed by officiating, but uh, that has been a big subject uh, nationally. Following that game, Iowa's Caitlin Clark had 30 points. Uh, she had, I believe, 35 points on Friday. And then in the Elite Eight, I think she maybe had 41. 41 points. So uh, just an incredible effort by her and, and the Iowa Hawkeyes. But you got to give LSU credit. Uh, they, they were strong. And they were a three seed in the tournament. And uh, that gives LSU their first national title in basketball. Any the girls are men, yeah. That is correct. Sure. So uh, – it's going to be interesting. You know, the ratings came out for that. Uh, over a million more people watched that game yesterday than the NBA All-Star game. That was amazing. What they've done with the college game with, on the women's side is uh, it's been pretty good, uh, in my opinion. They, they've gone from two halves to four quarters. They've, uh, they've allowed uh, timeouts to move the ball up uh, to the front court after timeouts, uh, very similar to the NBA. And uh, they actually have coaching challenges. Have you have you seen that? Uh-huh. Yeah, they, uh, the, you, you can challenge uh, a play. You risk a timeout as uh, LSU uh, challenged a play on Sunday and ended up losing that challenge. But um, I thought it was interesting. 102 points, the most ever in a women's championship game, uh, and uh, 85 by Iowa. So 
I mean, that's 187 points. That's just incredible. Yeah, for a girls basketball game. Yeah. It's unheard of. Well, it's again, I think you got to credit the NCAA for the for the rule changes they've made in uh, the women's game. And um, like I said, four 10-minute quarters compared to uh, two 20-minute halves. Maybe something that you look at on the boys' side at some point. It's, it's all about product. And yeah. right now the girls' basketball has the product, and people watch it. You know, I catch myself flipping over and watching a lot of it myself over the weekend, and, and they, they get after each other. It's, it's fun to watch them. It is. It is. Fun, very fun to watch them. Um, you know, baseball coach is in full swing right now, Major League Baseball. And uh, over the weekend uh, on Saturday we had all 30 teams play. And, uh, you know, I – if you listen to our stations, uh, our sister station, one hundred one or 103.7 WKRM, is the home for the Atlanta Braves this fall. So uh, those games are up and going. And I'm sitting here trying to find a schedule for today, uh, and we do. Let's see. Uh, actually, there's no games today. None. There's none. And the reason why there's no games is, I'm sure, uh, the national championship game. The Monday Night Basketball Championship. So I'm going to pull that up and see when we – oh, actually, we do have games. Really? I thought it was – Yeah, I thought it was out too. No, we do have games. Currently, the Mets and the Brewers are playing. The White Sox are hosting the Giants. Uh, And then this evening, Cubs are at Cincinnati. The Twins are at Miami. Tampa Bay is at Washington. The Phillies travel to the Yankees. Uh, Pittsburgh is at Boston. The Blue Jays are at Kansas City. And the Atlanta Braves will go to St. Louis. That – uh, first pitch is set for 6.45 local time, so you can catch the Braves coverage around 4.45. Uh, the Orioles and the Tex- uh, Texas Rangers play at 7.05. Detroit's at Houston. Uh, Cleveland is at Oakland. Uh, the Diamondbacks are at San Diego. Uh, the Anaheim Angels are at Seattle. And the Rockies are at Los Angeles to play the Dodgers. In the nightcap, at uh, first pitch is set for around nine ten local time. So, uh, baseball's in, in full swing. Full swing. And, yeah, tip uh, off tonight for the basketball game is eight twenty Central time. That's a late tip. That is a that is a late tip. But you got San Diego State from the West Coast, and I'm sure they're going to try to maximize their ratings as much as they can. This will also be Jim Nance's final call. It is of the final four, uh, in his illustrious career that he's had with CBS. And, uh, I tell you coach, what I'm looking forward to the most this week, and we talked about it and touched on it last week. We're going to be at a, we're going to be at Augusta this weekend. That's right. With the masters. I mean, that to me, that just gets me excited for spring, for summer. It's the gateway to, to basically spring. Spring and summer sports. And it's one of the best events, best pro um, sporting events out there. It is. It's, it's a, as the saying goes, and as Drake said last week, it's a, a tradition like any other. It's, uh, it's special. It's all about the green jacket. It is. It is. So looking forward to that <coughs> as uh, we continue to, uh, to march forward here on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Coach, uh, what, what do you got? You know, I've been kind of keeping up with the Southeastern Conference baseball right oh, now. Oh, yes. We've got some doggone good SEC baseball teams. You know what? We got uh, on the uh, east side, you got five or six teams at 24 wins right now, you know, and 
in the west side you got four or five teams with 20 25 wins and so it's real competitive so you know you could you could actually see a sec my opinion win a national championship this year in college baseball if i'm not mistaken lsu is the number one ranked team in the country i'll have to check on that but um just looking at standing so far Conference-wise, in the East, Vanderbilt's 9-0. They're 23-5 overall. South Carolina's 8-1, 26-3 overall. Kentucky's 8-1, 25-3 overall. Florida is 7-2 in the conference with a 24-5 record. And then Tennessee uh, is 4-5 in conference play. Uh, they're 21-8 overall. They're 19-1 at home, but they are 1-6 on the road. Uh, LSU, the twenty-four and four overall with a six and three conference record. The the West uh, currently a little bit more chaos over there than uh, in the East, and I'm sure a lot of that's just due to how the scheduling worked out. But uh, Tennessee, I think something that you know you're going to hear a lot about uh, today, uh, or probably what you heard earlier on Tony Basilio is uh, the Vols went down to Baton Rouge and just couldn't get it done. Just just could not get it done. Errors were very costly. But Tennessee's got a big series this weekend as they go down or they host number three, Florida. Uh, that first game, I believe, is Thursday, and then it'll be televised at 6 p.m. local time on the SEC Network this Friday. So, uh, yeah, baseball in full swing, not only in Major League Baseball, but in SEC College Baseball as well. So, we're up against our first break here on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We'll come back. I don't know what we're going to talk about. NASCAR. We could. Yeah. Greg's not here. That's Absolutely. right. NASCAR. Yep. You're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. That's Coach James Dickinson. I'm Clayton Harris. We'll be back right after this. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Escobars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back, everybody, to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Clayton Harris, joined alongside Coach <laughs> James Dickinson. And that's Leonard Skinner. Call me the breeze. Man, that is a great song. You know, it's my era growing up, Leonard Skinner was the king. I tell you what, we fix a segue to NASCAR. That song fits NASCAR. Well, it does. And I'll tell you why it does. And why I brought that song up uh, during the break was uh, when I was a kid, NASCAR had a, a video game on PlayStation or, or Nintendo, whatever it was, and that was the that was the theme song to the game. Which wow, make, makes a lot of sense. I mean, it that kind of fits their market. So. I, I remember as well pinball machines in our era. Yeah, uh, they, they had a pinball machine that while you're playing this song, we play. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Speaking of NASCAR, we are a NASCAR station here on 101.7 WKOM. But before we get into NASCAR. We talked about baseball before we went to break, about Major League, college. There's other baseball happening, too. Currently, obviously, you got high school and middle school happening. But coming up here in a few weeks, we get to do what we have done for the last, this will be, see, 20, this will be our fourth year of broadcasting Columbia American Little League Baseball on our sister station, 103.7 FM along with the Atlanta Braves. But every Thursday night, you can hear Lou Maddox um, and an array of guests uh, on the call uh, for a doubleheader every uh, every Thursday out at uh, Line Parkway next to Murray County Park and uh, listen to uh, Columbia American Little League Baseball. And, Coach, if someone wants to uh, be a sponsor 
for that or for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, give out give out your contact info and uh, yeah, talk, most definitely. Tell a little bit about it. The uh, little league baseball was, you know, you three letters F U N fun. Absolutely, it's out there exciting. You know, you want to stop in and watch it and watch these parents, grandparents, and these kids. It is a blast. And so, yeah, most definitely we'll be live broadcasting the game on Thursday night's doubleheader. And so if you or your business want to be a sponsor to that this summer, you can call me at 931-446-2028 and get a hold of me, and we'll come out and do a visit with you and work up some uh, plans for you. Uh, I think everybody should be involved in this right here, these uh, Little League games. So, you know, you get through with one game, and then 15 minutes later, you start the second game with doubleheader every Thursday night. And this is the major league of Little League, which is ages 9 through 12. Um, you know, it's the last division before they move on to the big field. So, uh, you know, we broadcast it. We don't broadcast some of the other divisions just because – you know, we 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 want to look. At, we want to recognize these older kids as they're going out. But it's something for the younger kids to look forward to Coming when in. they get to the majors. Absolutely, most definitely. And then at the end of the season, uh, we will be uh, uh, covering all stars and uh, Columbia. This year, will host the uh, state tournament uh, at Columbia. So. You can write this down. I'd rather sit out there on Thursday and watch a double header game with these young guys playing with the atmosphere than sitting there for three and a half hours watching anything on TV as far as a baseball game. It, it, I just can't watch them. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree Brutal. with you. It, it is, it is. And, um, you know, it's just so much fun, though. It's just, you know, it's a, it, community-based. Everybody knows everybody out there. Uh, and it's a bunch of these kids that go to school together, and uh, they'll play during the week on Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. And uh, bragging rights uh, the next day at school. You know, that's that's the way it was when we were growing up. And so. you'll see some good baseball. You These will. kids can play baseball. There's some really talented uh, uh, athletes out yes, there. Yes, they are. Um, it's a lot of fun to watch. So make sure you check that out. I think our first game uh, will be uh, in three weeks from Thursday. 27th. This will be, yes, it'll be uh, the 27th. Uh, now, the younger divisions will get started next week, but uh, – this week, or the majors will start on the 27th. Uh, as far as broadcasting, the first games will take place Monday the 24th. So mark that down on your calendar. Moving on to NASCAR, as uh, the Cup Series yesterday was in Richmond. And uh, Richmond's a short track. Uh, they, they have a night race that they, uh, that they have in the fall, but in the uh, spring they have a day race. And uh, it was a good day for Kyle Larson. Got his first win of the year. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is a guy that last year was really dominant, kind of got off to a slow start this year, but, uh, got a big win and, uh, the nine car, uh, Josh Berry, who's filling in for chase Elliott, uh, Kyle Larson's teammate who broke his leg a couple of weeks ago in a skiing accident, got a second place finish followed by Ross Chastain. And I tell you, coach Ross Chastain came on the scene last year and, uh, it's been incredible to see what they have been able to do uh, week in and week out uh, with Trackhouse Racing. I mean, he he. Everybody remembers what he did at Martinsville in the fall to get into the playoffs when he rode the wall and broke the track record at Martinsville uh, with an incredible pass at the end of the race. Uh, but he is consistently in the top five week in week out. And they banned that now, haven't they? Yeah, but that that, that move is no longer legal. That's terrible. It really is. It should. Days of Thunder right there. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's just unreal. Uh, like something you'd see on a video game. 
<laughs> it really does. Uh, fourth on uh, Sunday was Christopher Bell. Uh, Kevin Harvick finished fifth. Michael McDowell with a sixth-place finish. Uh, Joe Logano was seventh. Alex Bowman was eighth. Ty Gibbs was ninth. And Brad Keselowski uh, finished out the top ten. Other notable drivers, Martin Truex Jr. finished 11th. Kyle Busch was 14th. Uh, Chandler Smith, the guy that's got some local connections, he actually won the truck race the day before, or maybe it was the Xfinity race. Uh, he finished 17th. Uh, he didn't race in every cup race, but he, you know, he, uh, did, you know, 17th is definitely respectable. Um, Denny Hamlin finished 20th. Bubba Wallace, 22nd. William Byron, who had a great car early in the race, ended up finishing 24th. And, um, that about rounds out most of the notable drivers from yesterday's race because you got an updated point standing. I do. It's it's real competitive again this year. The, the point system is real competitive, and kind of funny. The top five drivers that's got the most points has not won a race this year, but they all got three top five finishes. So Alex Bowman drives the Chevrolets in first place. Chastain drives the Chevrolet. He's in second place. Bale drives the Toyotas in third place. William Byron drives the Chevrolet in. Uh, fourth place and Kevin Harvick the lone forward there is in fifth place so the bow ties are uh, dominating they are Chevrolet is dominating points right now and none of the top five none of them's won a race this year they all been in the top uh, top five finishes and Kyle Kyle Lawson Larson is number six with one win Joey Logano's number seven with one win Kyle Busch with one win and uh, that's that's you and then Reddick has got a win that drives a Toyota, and Stanhouse has got a win. But that's all the ones that so far this year has won in a cup race. But it's a real tight, close race right now it, in points. It really is. And, and that's where you want to finish at in this is points. Now, if you look at the NASCAR schedule – uh, for the rest of this month, it's actually a really exciting uh, schedule as uh, they're going to be at several tracks that – have a lot of great racing. Uh, not that, you know, this past Sunday's wasn't, but on this Sunday, on Easter Sunday night at 6 p.m. local time, the Food City Dirt Race from Bristol is going to take place. Uh, on Easter night. On Easter night, but, 250 laps. Wow. And uh, it's the first time I can ever remember NASCAR racing on Easter. Uh, the following week, they'll travel up the road to Martinsville, Virginia for the NOCO 400, which is the paperclip track. Track. If you're looking at it, uh, it's shaped like a paperclip. It's a half-mile track, a lot of beating and banging. and uh, That's two weeks in a row of beating and banging. There's it, a lot of tempers going to be flaring. And a lot of tempers are going to be flaring going into the following race on April 23rd on a Sunday for the Geico 500 at Talladega Super Speedway. And that date is what now? That is going to be April 23rd, a 2 p.m. start down at Talladega. A uh, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. And right. then that Saturday before is when the A-Day game is. That's right. And so, that you know, you, you'll get you about a 200,000 people with NASCAR that Sunday and about 100,000 for the A-Day game at Alabama. So it's going to be exciting uh, next three weeks for NASCAR. As as we mentioned, they're going to have the dirt race this Sunday, followed by a short another short track race at Martinsville. And then they're going to go to the biggest track on the circuit, which is Talladega, at 2.66 miles for the Geico 500, Sunday, April 23rd. You can listen to all those races right here on 101.7 WKOM uh, for uh, all your NASCAR coverage on the Motor Racing Network and the Performance Racing Network. And this Sunday's race at Bristol will be on the Performance Racing Network. And what year did 
uh, WKRM, WKOM pickup NASCAR. As I know we had a long time. Though. Many years ago, I've talked to some folks, and um, I've been told we are one of the oldest affiliates in the country. Uh, obviously, our connection here in Columbia with NASCAR is uh, well known with uh, the Marlin fam- family. And, um, you know, NASCAR. And the Speedway in Nashville, too. Yeah, yeah the, the Fairgrounds. Fairgrounds Speedway, and, yeah. yeah. You know, they're, they're, we talked about that last week. They're looking to. Uh, to renovate it and get it up and running in the Cup Series, which hasn't been done since the early 80s or late 70s. What's the latest on that? Uh, the Bristol Group uh, took over. Uh, Bristol Motor Speedway took over the reins of that track, I believe, and they're the ones that are going to invest nearly $60 million into that racetrack, um, not asking any money, from my understanding, from the National City Council or the Fair Board. So uh, hopefully those plans will continue uh, you see what they're doing this year with North, Wil- North Wilkesboro. That's a track that uh, basically was left uh, – it was just kind of left to ruins. And uh, they've uh, brought that track back. They've uh, fixed it up. And they're going to have the All-Star race there this year. So maybe once the fairgrounds gets done, the thought is maybe you could have an All-Star race in Nashville. And how cool of a backdrop would that be to be racing literally in downtown Nashville? One of the big- biggest cities in the South. Yeah, and, and we're, let's be honest, NASCAR is very popular. So we will see as uh, – We're getting to be to a point at Nashville if we can get the speedway built. We got – and get the baseball to Nashville. You, you, this will be a, a city that you could watch multiple, multiple professional sports. Yeah, we talked about it Friday. Uh, the Sports Journal has Nashville as the number eight uh, best sports city in the country. Uh, and a lot of it has to do with – uh, NASCAR, the IndyCar race that you have up there. You have the Titans. You have the uh, the Predators. Uh, you have minor league baseball. I think major league baseball is probably your next big sport that you hopefully will get uh, in downtown Nashville. And uh, if this new Titans stadium thing happens, where you got a dome or a or, or a stadium with a retractable roof, uh, you're looking at possibly hosting a Super Bowl or even a college football playoff or an SEC title game or even an Olympics. Yeah, that's so big. It really is. So it's going to be exciting to see uh, what the future holds with that and uh, if and when that stadium gets completed. So uh, a lot of positive things happening. And also, you got to mention the SEC tournament. Being at Bridgestone Arena has always been uh, wildly popular. Uh, you had the Women's Final Four in Nashville a few years back that was also very popular. So you had the NFL draft. Uh take place in downtown nashville which uh was was a really popular so and um, that was that nfl draft was a home run for nashville oh no all doubt. the people there it was it was a beautiful festive and it's right after COVID too that place was packed well you got the nfl draft coming up very very soon and everybody is asking themselves who is carolina going to take with the first pick is it going to be the kid from ohio state or is it going to be Bryce Young? Well, you got any thoughts on that, Coach? You know, I got a gut feeling it's Bryce Young. You think so? I think so. Well, you know, the, there, there's been a lot of back and forth on, um, you know, when or who that's going to be. I'm trying to get the date now of the draft. It's coming up here this month. It's, uh, it starts 20, Thursday, April 27th. The same night as Little League. It is, started. same night. Uh, so, you know, just looking at that, uh, I'm going to pull up. It's in Kansas City, right? This year, yes, I believe that yeah. is correct. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just looking at a few mock drafts here, um, let's see. 
we have wow wow as i'm pulling that up they got bryce young going number one so yeah that's milk you know selfishly i was kind of hoping he'd end up at uh at houston uh with our good buddy uh, Shaq mason uh, who recently got traded. Now, Walter Football has C.J. Stroud going number one, Ohio State's quarterback. To the Bears? Uh, no, to the, uh, to the Panthers. Bears traded away their first overall pick. They moved down to number eight. Uh, this also has Bryce Young going second to the Houston Texans. Will Anderson going third to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Indianapolis Colts taking Anthony Richardson at number four. The Florida quarterback? Yeah. Mm. I don't know about that. I mean, I just – I I don't, don't know about that. I understand he's got a lot of upside, a lot of potential, but – We've I never mean, seen it in look, college football. Look at Malik Willis. Oh, yeah. And he was a third-round pick, and that doesn't seem to have been working out. Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle from Georgia who had the awful pro day, they got him going number five to the Seattle Seahawks defensive tackle. Uh, number six, the uh, that's a story in itself. It really is. I mean, you got twelve months probation, thousand dollar fine for drag racing yeah, in the he, streets of Athens. Yeah, ended up um, one of his uh, teammates was in an accident that killed him in right. uh, Stafford, Georgia. So yeah, he's had to deal with that along with the bad pro day that he had. Still Overweight. number number five overall, not bad. No, that's a big check. Absolutely, Detroit Lions. B. John Robinson, the running back out of Texas, they got them taking him overall number six. That's really high for a running back. It is. You know, Derrick Henry didn't go to the second round. And I, I'm a kind of on a bandwagon with Detroit after they won out the last seven games they played last year. Yeah. Yeah, they, they played well. They did. They played really, really well. Uh, the seventh overall pick goes to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, this has them taking Christian Gonzalez, a cornerback out of Oregon. Uh, the eighth pick goes to the Atlanta Falcons. It has them taking Tyree Wilson, a defensive end slash tackle from Texas Tech. The Chicago Bears are at number nine. They had the number one overall pick. They got their quarterback in Justin Fields a couple of years ago, so they didn't really need that number one pick uh, to go get a quarterback, so they traded, got a couple extra picks. It has them taking Paris Johnson, an offensive tackle out of Ohio State. Uh, at number 10, the Philadelphia Eagles. It has them taking Lucas Van Ness, a defensive end out of Iowa. The Tennessee Titans. Now, this is – I want your opinion on this. At number 11, it has the Tennessee Titans taking Will Levis, the quarterback Kentucky. out of Kentucky. I just don't know. I don't either. I, I don't know about it. That's kind of that's like AR-15. I, I he just, had a terrible season at Kentucky last year. Well, and a lot of people say, well, he played at Kentucky. What do you expect? I expect him to play like a number one overall quarterback being drafted like Tim Couch did. His Tim QB, Couch put up huge numbers. His QB rating was terrible. It was awful. Was, yes. I mean, he – and again, not a shot at Tennessee. No. But their secondary was not very good. No. He played against that secondary and had 89 yards and three interceptions, if I'm not mistaken. That's it, three picks. I mean, so, again, I – he might have a good arm, may have a lot of upside. I just don't know. Uh, the Texans get another first-round pick at number 12. It has them um, taking wide receiver Jackson Smith out of Ohio State. Uh, the Jets are at number 13, has them taking Broderick Jones, offensive tackle out of Georgia. Uh, the New England Patriots have the 14th pick and has them taking offensive tackle Peter 
Sharinsky out of Northwestern. Green Bay at number 15 has Quentin Johnson, a wide receiver out of TCU. Uh, the Washington, uh, well, I almost said Redskins. They're not the Redskins. No, they're not. They are the Capital, uh, uh, Guardians. No. Guardians, yeah. Uh, has them uh, taking Brian Branch, defensive back out of Alabama. Alabama. And uh, that is your 16th pick. Your 17th pick of the draft goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers and has them taking Joey Porter Jr., a cornerback out of Penn State. Uh, the Lions with another first-round pick at number 18, uh, Jack Campbell, a linebacker out of Iowa. And, again, this is just a mock draft. Uh, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are without Tom Brady, who retired. They have them taking Darnell Wright, offensive tackle out of Tennessee. And if that happens, that'll be one of the first balls taken in the first round in a while. Yes. Uh, the 20th pick belongs to Seattle Seahawks, and it has them taking Miles Murphy, uh, defensive end out of Clemson. Uh, the Los Angeles tar- Chargers uh, have the 21st pick of the draft, and Kalaja Kansi, a defensive tackle out of Pittsburgh, is uh, projected to go in that spot. Uh, the 22nd pick belongs to the Baltimore Ravens. It has them taking Zay Flowers, wide receiver out of Boston College. A lot going on with the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, so we don't know what that situation is going to look like. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, they have the 23rd pick. That has them taking Devin Witherspoon, a defensive back out of Illinois. Uh, the 24th pick is Jacksonville and has them taking Tyreek Stevenson, a defensive back out of Miami. The 25th pick um, is the New York Giants. Jordan Addison, wide receiver out of USC, the former uh, Pittsburgh Panther that went out to USC for his senior season. Dallas Cowboys with the 26th pick has them taking tight end Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame. Uh, the Buffalo Bills come in at 27th. Defensive end outside linebacker Nolan Smith out of Georgia. Uh, that's who. That's a pretty good pick. It is late in the first round. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, they also they they have them picking a tight end Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. Uh, the 29th pick uh, for the New Orleans Saints, and this is one that we know, Coach Jam- Jameer Gibbs, running back out of Alabama, the former Georgia Tech. Uh, rambling wreck star who uh, transferred into Bama his senior year dropped a big pass against Tennessee. He did. Game changer, but uh, by coming to Alabama, he got to play in his first bowl game. That's true. That, that is true. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles had the 30th pick overall. They have him taking Osiris Torrance, a guard out of Florida. Uh, the 31st pick belongs to, and the final pick of the uh, first round belongs to Kansas City Chiefs, and it has then taken Jalen Duncan. Offensive tackle out of Maryland. So um, about three weeks away, Coach, from uh, the NFL draft, and uh, it'll be interesting. Obviously, no one's going to get their mock draft 100% correct, so you might see some changes here and there. I really, really hope the Titans do not take Will Levis, as Walter Football suggests that they will, but we will see. So we are up against our last break here on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Coach James Dickinson, and we got a special guest that just walked in the studio, and we'll pick back up here in just a few minutes. We'll be back right to this.
Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee. 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. I used to believe we were burning on the edge of something beautiful, something beautiful, selling a dream. Smoking mirrors keep us waiting on a miracle, on a miracle. Welcome back to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Clayton Harris, joined alongside Coach James Dickinson on a Monday edition. And we are also joined in studio by, uh, now by... Taft Ayers. 
Hello, Hello fellas. Taft. I was going to call you Coach Taft. You are a coach, Coach Taft. I can't wear that title <laughs> like some of them. Though, yes, man. you can, too. <laughs> you know what I learned about today's episode? Drake Colley talks a lot. He does. <laughs> you know, I mean, when Drake does this, it flies by. Drake could do a four-hour sports show. He could do a four-hour show over anything. Anything, you're right. He sure could. could. He's well, good at it, too. Especially with what's happening now across the country, it would be – be wild man i like the bump music today i love that song there well justin bieber man yeah i was good dude was still good. dude still got it unfortunately you don't hear that at the five o'clock show today no no, <laughs> no. <laughs> taft, it could happen taft final four we talked about it at the beginning of the show ladies obviously finished up yesterday mm. controversial we you know we're, we're just gonna move on from that i'm sure drake will have some comments about that when he comes back thursday but we got the big one tonight between UConn and San Diego State. UConn has looked unbeatable, honestly. Your, what are your thoughts? First of all, I feel like everything that mattered to me ended last night or yesterday afternoon, and I never thought I would say that. I cared more about the women's championship. Caitlin Clark. Yes. It, it sparked my interest, the, the you can't see me, the, the, the taunting – I cared more about that to now. I'm sitting here going, oh, yeah, the men's is tonight. And yeah. I never thought I would say it like that, ever. Well, we talked about the changes they made in the women's game mm-hmm. to make it more high scoring, more exciting. 102 to 85. Right. But at 230? I didn't like that. Right. At 230. That, that was mind-blowing to me. 230 on a Sunday. Well, the, in all defense, uh, uh, the first lady was there. Mm-hmm. And so she probably had to get back in time to put Uncle Joe to bed. Oh. <laughs> I can say that today. You can today. I do. I, let me tell you this. I like the Yukon piece with the Hurley family. Yes. As somebody who grew up loving the Bobby, Hurleys, yeah. yeah, watching their high energy. And then when his brother put in his kid uh, in, in the last game, yeah. the, guy, the guy looked like a seventh grader from Columbia Academy going into the game. I mean, it was just, what, what's that guy doing in there? But it was a fun piece. The Hurley piece is fun for me. Um, and so I, I, would, I would ride UConn, I think. Well, I'm like you, Taff. It's, it's uh, how do you follow the men's championship with the girls' championship, even up to that right there. The the big game Saturday was uh, San Diego State, that last shot. Yeah. Exciting, exciting game. Other than wasn't exciting. But, uh, you know, San Diego State, State continues to find out how to win. I think San Diego will pull upset myself. Really? I do. I think it's going to be a good game. I thought that also the last couple of UConn games, and sure. it wasn't the case. Um you know, Miami would kind of make a run, get it under 10, and then they pull away. Have y'all talked about the line? And that's – we're about to give it away. Drake Colley has sent us a Magic 8 ball pick, two of them for tonight's game from Las Vegas. Okay. The total and the points, huh? That's correct. Okay. So, the over-under right now is at 132. Mm. The spread is UConn minus seven. Here's some interesting stats. As Ozzy screams in my ear. That was perfect. The Huskies are 21-6 and six against the spread in their last 27 NCAA tournament games. The Aztecs of San Diego State are 15-5-1 against the spread in their last, 20, oh, last 21 overall contest. The Magic 8-Ball says take San Diego State at plus 7 and under 132 points. That's San Diego State at plus 7 and the under 132. 
bet responsibly. That's it. <laughs> We're done for a Monday edition of the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. For Coach James Dickinson, Taft Ayers, I'm Clayton Harris. We'll see you back with our main man, Drake Colley, this Thursday. Same time, same place. See ya.